Butker trying to line this up. Winchester will snap it. Colquitt will hold it. Twenty twenty tie. High snap. Pull down. Butker's kick is up. It is right down the boulevard. It's good. And the Chiefs take a twenty three to twenty lead with four seconds left in regulation. And Harrison Butker kicks some. You know what? Welcome to the Chiefs Kingdom. How's it going, Chiefs Kingdom? You're listening to the Arrowheads Abroad podcast with myself, Brad Simcox, the Arrowheads Abroad Supremo, Tom Childs, and backing us up at safety is Dave Barnett. How freaking long is this week dragging, lads? How it's it's doing my head in now. It's got to the point where I'm like, it's longer than last week. Yes, and I, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> I and I am with you one hundred percent. It's so long. Do you know what time I went to bed last night? What? Well, you wouldn't know because I didn't tell you. I went to bed at quarter to eight yesterday just so I could make the day a little bit shorter. <laughs> Not drag it out any longer. Yeah. I know, Honestly, mate. this has been the longest week of my life. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like it's going longer than the build up to Christmas when I was a kid. Um, yeah. Honestly, I've never known a week like it. Like, I'm glad tomorrow's Friday and then I can occupy myself with the weekend, but I've got a horrible feeling that this weekend is going to drag as well. And the fact that we're not playing until midnight on Sunday, it's going to be a long, <sighs> long day on Sunday. Sunday's going to be horrible. Mm-hmm. It's going to be horrible. Just, just, just wait now. I mean, what? I can't, I can't even describe how I feel a minute. I suppose it's. I thought at the beginning of the week I was a bit nervous, but it's more adrenaline fueled excitement. That's what I feel like at the minute. I don't feel nerves at the minute at all, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But the excitement level is just building up in me at the minute. And I, I oh man, I feel like I'm going to be sick. I was like this before the Colts game, though. I actually woke up at about quarter past quarter past three in the morning, something like that, anyway. And I just could not get back to sleep because I just felt as though I was going to be spewing up everywhere. Um, anxiety? Adrenaline? I, I don't know. Do I, 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 you think Dave gets excited? Like, that's what I was going to ask. Like I want to know what the symptoms of Dave's excitement is. Yeah, that's alright. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty exciting, isn't it? I guess. <laughs> How can you be so cool about it? Uh, you know, it's it's going to happen, isn't it? It's going to happen. Yeah, I reckon so. It's one of those things, isn't it? Like, I support a football team that wins things, so I'm kind of used to winning stuff yeah. a little bit. Uh, <laughs> it's like the uh, Iceman of Arrowheads Abroad, isn't he? Uh, no, I just wanted to see Tom's reaction to that, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> the depressed Arsenal fan in the, in the corner over there, just like, oh, God. <laughs> Winning the fourth place trophy every year. Um no, but uh, I'm a Newcastle fan, so this never happens. I was going to say it's just you know the 17th place trophy for you guys, isn't it? Yeah, like every year at the minute. And we we um, lofted up with pride as well. Yeah, no, it, it's like it is one of those things. Like when the game is on, I'll be a wreck probably. A wreck. Um, <laughs> but build up to it wise, you you seem build to be up to it wise, calm it's as fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'd say it's not going to make a difference whether I'm stressed out or not, is it? So don't worry about it. <laughs> so by all rights, Dave is has got the correct way of looking at things. 
because at the end of the day it is 53 guys in another country doing something that we won't be doing and we won't have an effect on the game whatsoever but sport just does this to you and I can honestly say this is the first time that the Chiefs have genuinely done this to me like I've been excited about the Chiefs in the past but I've never really been excited to the point where I think we're going to make the Super Bowl where we're sitting here now for three days four days before the game and in all honesty it's all I can think about and and people know that it's all I'm thinking about as well people at work have noticed it's all I'm thinking about I'm constantly reading something or listening to something (laughs) or watching something to do with this weekend's game and it's Come, become borderline obsessive and it's got me to the point now where I'm kind of dreading every single January because is this what it's going to feel like every single year now just in the, in the Mahomes <laughs> years because the Mahomes, having Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid pretty much will guarantee us a, a playoff spot for the next yeah. 10 years so is this what the next 10 Januaries are going to look like? I hope so I hope that's the case well, I kind of do, but as I get older, I become more susceptible to things like heart attacks. Like you, yeah. Brad, you're getting oh, on a mate. bit, so you're basically going to die in the next five years. I've so. I've aged, God no, about at least ten years this week, <laughs> at least. And it, it, again, it must be showing on my face because people at work have been going, "You all right?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine." They're like, Chiefs playing this weekend, aren't they? I was like, "You don't even like an NFL, and yet you know that the Chiefs are playing this weekend." Yeah, it's just, like. Yeah, it's like suddenly this like I don't know Super Bowl fevers around the corner, isn't it? And we're like just on the cusp of something here. Yeah, the magnitude of the of the game is coming home. Like I think that we were quite passive about the result last weekend on on Monday's show, and I think it's finally <laughs> shock. And I think it's finally hit home what is potentially about to happen and how close to the Super Bowl we really are. And that obviously brings excitement, but obviously nervousness because we could be talking next Monday about our season being over or we could be talking about our potential trips to America and the Chiefs' plans for the Super Bowl and how they're going to game plan for whoever they're playing. Like It's such a swing of emotions what could potentially happen on Sunday night through to Monday morning. Man, I'm getting nervous again now. I'll tell you what was exciting, actually. Uh, I saw the uh, Kansas City Chiefs tweet when uh, the the Lamar Hunt trophy arrived at Arrowhead. Did you Mm -hmm. see it? The chills, man. There was just like sudden chills, like oh my god, it's in the building, it's it's there, it's we've never seen this in the building for a long time, <laughs> um, and you could tell by a lot of the tweets and retweets that were going on that everybody is getting so excited by it, and again, nobody seems nervous. It's just excitement at the minute. It just feels really weird. I don't, I, I, yeah, I'm not used to this. Like I said, I'm a Newcastle United fan, and uh, I, yeah, I'm not used to this level of kind of. Uh, what do you call it? Success? It's not success yet, is it? <laughs> but I'm getting mixed. I'm getting mixed views from it. <laughs> is this what success is? Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm getting really excited. The other exciting stuff as well is uh, apparently Berry was practicing as well, mm-hmm. which uh, he's going to be great to have back. I mean, is, does he start if he comes in though? I mean, is that is that something that we should get excited about, or is he going to be one of those that's just a few few snaps kind of thing, few players? What do you think, Dave? Um, I don't think he's going to start, but I think you'll see him on the field a fair, fair bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, it'll be one of those things, again, could be a case of see how the game goes. Um, but, I, you know, just with 
obviously them cutting Ron Parker, the down to if you know, outside of Berry, three safeties on the mm. roster. So I don't think you make that move. There's you know, there was other guys that could have been, you know, cut if that was the case. Yeah. Um so I don't think you go down to four safeties if you don't think one of those guys is gonna play a fair number of snaps come mm-hmm. come Sunday. It'd be great to have him back though, um match it up against Gronk because do you remember the week one game was it yeah. last last season? Um, and he and Barry took him out of the game, really, didn't he? And yeah. to have that threat on the sideline ready, I think it's just going to really lift us. Yeah, well, if you look at the week six game, even from this year, when yeah. we needed a stop, we had Josh Shaw um, covering Gronk, and that turned out to be a disaster fairly quickly. <laughs> yeah. It must be said, though, that Gronk isn't the same player as yeah. he was in week one last year. Probably similar to how Eric Berry probably won't be the same player. Um, but I, I I see it as differently to Dave. I I see Eric Berry coming in and playing from the start and really? playing a year and just playing as long as his legs will take him. Um, if it means he plays the first half alone, then so be it. But if he can be hundred percent for that first half, then that's great. He is a full participant in training. He's not limited in any way, shape, or form. So that for me is a good good sign. Yeah. Where I worry for the Chiefs defense and if the person that won't be playing, it's looking like is Dorio O'Daniel. Um, yeah, he's the one that I was looking at as potentially could be our most valuable defender outside of our our pass rush this weekend, purely because of James White coming yeah. out of the backfield. James White is a scary, scary proposition, yeah. um, and it'll be interesting to see who covers him. That could be a job that Eric Berry ends up with is covering James White coming out of the backfield, especially on third downs where he is so effective. Is 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 it? The same issue again about the defensive backs and that middle of the field again. Is 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 this something that Brady uh, is going to exploit more? The the sh- the short passes, the short ranges. Is it something that we should be really bothered about, or did did you see enough against the Colts that we could address that issue? What do you think, Dave? I mean, I think we mentioned this on the the last one. Um, the Chiefs' defense is certainly built to take that away Um, they play a lot more man than a team like the Chargers do and you know the Chargers are almost exclusively a a zone defence Brady ripped them apart didn't he yeah Um, Mm. you know part of that is their personnel you know their corners are not really built to play you know man so they sort of uh, kind of have to have to play that zone coverage whereas our, our corners you know um and you know a, a better in man i think um especially now peters isn't here um you know Chavarius ward looks very comfortable in press man mm-hmm. um you know kendall fuller's probably you know our best man coverage corner and you know stevie nelson does does that job well too so yeah, I certainly think you know they'll look to take away that quick passing game, and it's just a case of if they can do that, can they get pressure on Brady? And if they can get pressure on Brady, then you know I think that that's going to be the the key thing if mm-hmm. if they can you know take away that short passing game because if you you force Brady to hold on to the ball a little bit longer and you can those pass rushes can, can get home, then um, yeah you can see see what we did to similar to what we did to the Colts you know. 
who prior to that game were, I think, the least sacked team in the AFC. So, yeah, it's... Uh, and their all-line yeah, was meant to be brilliant as well, wasn't it? Well, that's what I mean. So, yeah, I say, a similar similar sort of game plan, but obviously against uh, a better coach team and a better quarterback. But, yeah, I think you feel positive about it because I think it's a it's a good matchup on scheme-wise. Yeah, see... see what I'm looking to is the fact that Josh Gordon isn't there. He was there in week six and he did mm. provide that option to stretch the field where I don't feel like the Patriots have that now. They've got Julian Edelman, but Julian Edelman is a very good underneath receiver and he is playing lights out at the moment. There's, there's no way about it. He I, always I does a, in the playoffs though, doesn't he? He's, yeah, he's that I, kind of player. I, I saw a stat last week that he's got the second most receptions in playoff history. He's only now... Um, behind yeah, Jerry, Jerry Rice, Rice which is just mad that's some company to be keeping okay he it is, is <laughs> he is like nearly 100 receptions away from Jerry Rice but still he is second all time so he does turn up in January and February um so I feel like the Chiefs will need to to zone in on him a little bit because outside of Julian Edelman Gronk isn't the same player anymore no and Chris Hogan has been a shadow of himself in the second half of the season. I think the Patriots are going to try and do damage on the ground, personally. I was just of, about to say that, of, yeah. Of late, they've been using a lot of Devlin and Gronk in the run game mm-hmm. and basically trying to ride Sony Michelle on first and second down. Yeah. And then, if needs be, utilising James White out of the backfield in the third down. And so I expect to see a lot, a lot of running football. On, on Sunday from the Patriots and try to establish the run early and try and grind this Chiefs defence down. I think this it's is the only way they're going to be able to beat us. Exactly. I mean, this is the thing. The, the Chiefs have just got to just go for it on defence. Just 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 stack the box and just just trying to nullify that run and, and almost force Brady to go long. I know that sounds crazy and I've said that before in the past, but if you force him to go long, he, it takes away his comfort zone of those, you know, those underneath roots and things like that. I just think I, I think the Chiefs, like you said before, the defense seems it seems as though it's ready now. It, it's had its problems throughout the season, but it, all of a sudden we we seem to have this defense that's just yeah. I think they're feeling it now, they, and there's that there's that sniff of a Super Bowl just around the corner as well. And I think the Arrowhead crowd, the defense are gonna they're just gonna light it up. I, I can see it happening, and I've said this before as well. I said it was gonna be an emphatic victory, didn't I? Mm-hmm. So, um, and so, it, I, you cringe every time I say that. <laughs> I can so, tell. So, what's turning up for you? What are we talking? Turnovers, stops, points. What? What's? A, what would we say would be a good defensive performance against the Patriots on Sunday? I would say. I mean, not even interceptions or anything like that. But I mean, at least stopping him on third, fourth downs. That's how many, how many stops do you reckon we need to? to I think. Oh, I mean, I don't know really. I really, I would guess. <sighs> Well, I mean, the horrible thing was in the last game that they played, they had like some like three touchdowns or something in the first three drives, didn't they? It was four and four. Four and four. There you yeah. go. I mean, that, I mean, that was that. devastating enough. But like yeah. Dave said, it's a different defense this time. So yeah. if you're if you're nullifying that effect down to maybe one, maybe two touchdowns in the first four drives, I think mm-hmm. the Chiefs take the lead on this and then they grasp it. What do you think? Am I talking mad? <laughs> I think it's fair. I think it's fair. I I would be interested to see how the Patriots open this game because mm. against the Chargers there was clear intent from the start. They they even took the ball 
to begin with, which is so rare for a Bill Belichick team. It's like us. We would never, ever take the ball to begin the game. We always defer. And that's yeah. what the Patriots always do. And it's what most teams like to do, to be honest, these days, is defer. Get it in the, the second, second half, half. yeah. yeah but, well, it's just, it's like that back-to-back possessions. If yeah. You can, you can have the ball, you know, last at the end of the first half and then get it at the start of the second half. That You know, that can be such a huge, huge thing if you, yeah. if you can take a lead going into halftime. Absolutely, yeah. it, it's, it can be a huge advantage. But I think there was clear intent from Bill Belichick and the Patriots on on sun, on Sunday against the Chargers that they wanted to take the lead and put the Chargers up against it from the very beginning. And I wouldn't be surprised for them to do it yet again against us. I honestly think if they do win the toss on Sunday, they are going to take the ball first and they are going to try and demoralise this Chiefs defence on the very first drive by just running the ball down their throat. Mm-hmm. Like you'd see a 12, 13, 14 play drive. 75-yard yeah. yeah. drive, 14 plays, something like that. And just 10 minutes drive. off the clock. Yeah. yeah, just try and run as much clock off as possible. Make Try and silence the crowd a little bit and make Mahomes wait as long as possible before coming into the game. Keep I think in the call, I, yeah. that's the way that I would play it if I was playing this Sunday because the last thing you want to do against the Chiefs is play from behind because mm-hmm. if you get too far behind say the Chiefs score on the opening drive and then you have a free and out and then Chiefs score again you're almost in the territory of, of having to abandon the run yeah. where the Patriots are a lot more disciplined than most teams but they want to get up early so they can set the tone of the game that's why I think they almost need to dare Brady to go long Forget about everything else, you know. Like, forget about that. Forget about that, the, the long ball and all that kind of thing. Just, just, just stuff it. Just stuff the runs. Try and pack as many people in there as possible. Um, his, his deep ball isn't what it was. Exactly. You know, if you go back, this is a long time ago now. If you go back eleven years to when he had Randy Moss, his deep ball was something else. And even five, six years ago, his deep ball was incredible. But now he does struggle. And as mm. the season's gone on, he has struggled even more to get some air under the ball. So I can see why you would want that. But he is the greatest quarterback of all time for a reason, and so you can't really doubt him too much, despite what bollocks he's been saying this week about, oh, <laughs> everyone thinks we suck and all this. <laughs> no one really thinks Tom Brady sucks. Everyone knows what a danger he, he could be, and if you're going to dare him, chances are you are going to get burnt. Yeah. I'm so glad you mentioned that, but Brady saying about being sucks, you know, Patriots sucks and all that kind of thing. Everyone thinks we suck. Um, Edelman's been doing his thing on Twitter at the minute, trying to sell some T-shirts. Um, is he, which, is he that Paul? Well, this is the thing. It's, it's almost like uh, they're claiming that they're going to be underdogs in this, and I always think, do you re- really? You know, the Chiefs haven't been anywhere near this for what since '94, and you've got you've got the Patriots basically trying to play the victim of being the underdogs in this game. I mean, yes, okay, it's at our head. Yes, you're against the Chiefs on their own home turf and all that. And you're facing probably the best offense in the league so far. But can you really call yourselves underdogs when you're five time Super Bowl champions? And playing in your eighth consecutive AFC Exactly. Game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they've certainly got experience on their side, to say the least. I don't have them as under- underdogs at all. Um, I don't think anybody does. In fact, a lot of the Chiefs Kingdom has actually been commenting on his post saying, really? I'm not buying that. I'm not buying that at, at all. We're, we're, it's almost like we're giving them that level of respect of going, you are the Patriots at the end of the day. Give yourselves yeah. a head. Give your heads a shake. We're not buying it. Yeah, and nor are the players. Uh, I, s- I saw something yesterday with Travis Kelsey and Justin Houston, and in Andy Reid, in fact, um, got asked about Julian Edelman's comments and Tom Brady's comments. And 
all three of them just kind of like laughed it off. Like, yeah. Like even Travis Kelsey turned around and said, "Well, I don't think they suck. No one thinks they suck. No. Like no one. Not even Dave thinks the Patriots suck. I know you did earlier in the season, Brad. You made some comments about the Patriots not making the, the playoffs and whatever, but." You know, you've, you've seen sense yet again that they, well, they probably are the best team in the AFC, like overall over the last few years. And but if they played in a proper division, they wouldn't be, would they? Uh, shots fired, shots fired. <laughs> now they're, 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 they're great, and if they oh come, come on, they get six wins every year, man. Uh, okay. <laughs> Just given, um, apart from Miami, they never win in Miami. No, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. If they if they come out of, with a win on Sunday. Is anyone going to be shocked? No, not really. Exactly. That's uh, if you're an underdog, you'd be shocked. Where... Do you know the horrible thing is, and I'm going to say that probably a lot of people are going to hate me or switch off, right? But if you were going to lose an AFC Championship game, who would you rather lose it to? Anyone but the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I was going for. I mean, um, you know, say if um, I don't know, we we lost it to the Chargers or something like that. Would that not hurt more? Being not, a divisional not me. rival, no. Maybe the Raiders, maybe the only one. Yeah. Um. It's just for me. I like. I have so many friends that are Patriots fans, so it's just that they can be insufferable at times because can be. Or, yeah, well, Patriots fans <laughs> can be. The thing is, like They're always. You know, my mates are not too bad for the most part. You know, on the whole, compared compared yeah. to some Patriots fans, but it's still just like this. You know, they just they don't know what it's like to be bad. They've never, no. you know, the the one year they've missed the playoffs, they were eleven and five. It's like, oh gosh, that must <laughs> oh, be terrible. Oh yeah. no! So it's just like they don't know what it feels like to be bad, and. So it's just like this, and don't get me wrong; they've been so good for so long. But it's just, like, I'm just bored of them. I'm yeah. so so bored of them. And maybe people will be saying the same about Mahomes in ten, fifteen years' time. You never know. Yeah. But it's just like I honestly think all the neutrals are behind the Chiefs, pretty much this weekend because everyone is just so fed up of the Patriots winning yeah. all the time. And yeah. And to enhance your point a little bit there, Dave, I think that if you lose to the Patriots this weekend, you've got to be sitting there wondering, thinking, what the hell have we got to do to make the Super Bowl in this conference? Because it's everyone's been saying them. that the Chiefs are the best team in the AFC. They've got the third best or fourth best, whatever it was, off- offensive all time the Patriots are supposedly on this downer they went 3-5 and five on the road they're coming into Kansas City where they're not supposed to win what Tom Brady's 0-3 in his last road AFC Championship games so if they come into Arrowhead and win this game on Sunday Andy Reid and co are going into the offseason thinking there's not a lot more we can do other yeah. than like bolster the defence and obviously change coordinator would be the, the first things they could do but for the most part the Chiefs have done a lot of things right this year where the Patriots apparently have done a lot of things wrong. Mm. So I, I think in terms of long-term future or maybe not long-term but certainly short-term to the next two to three years, I think it could be quite damaging to the Chiefs if they lose on, on Sunday because there's not going to be 
many other opportunities to get one over on Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Yeah, they, they continue to get old, but they also continue to win. So you just don't know. I I've, I think it could be bad for the next couple of years if they lose on Sunday. Yeah. Do you think? I mean, there's been a few rumors floating around. Do you think one of those two, Bill Bel, uh, Bill Belichick or uh, Tom Brady, actually, no matter what happens on Sunday, whether they win or lose, do you think one of them or even both of them decide to retire from it? No. I don't. I generally no? don't. I think this. I, this is why I have so much respect for the Patriots. I, I, it annoys me that they win, but I'm not a massive Patriot hater because it must be so hard to stay at the top of the, your game for as long as they have. Because everyone to wants ma- to beat you. Yeah. To maintain that focus, exactly. Look at the United in the '90s. Everyone wanted to beat United in the '90s yeah. and the early 2000s. Yet they still managed to stay at the top for the most part. And it must be so, so hard to maintain that level of focus and to have turnover of players like they do, but they still keep Brady and Belichick around and they still continue to get back to Super Bowls year in, year out. It, it, it's really it's annoying. It's, it's, incredible, it's an incredible achievement. And if the Chiefs can manage half of what the Patriots have managed in the next 18, 19 years, then we'll be laughing. But I generally think the fire is there with them too. And Brady will play until he's physically unable to play. And I'll be interested to see what happens in terms of coaching when Brady does decide to hang his boots up. I, I still think Josh McDaniels is going to be the next guy, get next guy up in, yeah. build, in, in terms of coaching. So I, I have a feeling they're going to go together, but I just don't think it's going to be anytime soon. Brady said he wants to play till he's 45. He's only 41 now. If he continues to look after his body... 42. Is he 42 now? Christ. Yeah. <laughs> what am I going to be like when I'm 42? 42. Stag- staggering out the pub. And yeah, he's, <laughs> <laughs> um, as long as he can keep going, then they, they're going to go. The one that will retire this year, and I'm fairly confident of, is Gronk. I think this is Gronk's yeah, last done. year. Yeah, he's done. Yeah, I think you're right. Broken ass man. Yeah, I think you said before, he's not he's not the same player, is he? They're using him more as a, a kind of Blocker. Like an offensive lineman kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I suppose we'll see what happens. I suppose, won't we? Whether you know, win or lose, I'm sure there'll be some stories after that. Um, you know, the, the, I think the first thing that the reporters will be asking are, "Is this it now? Is that it? Is the dynasty going to be splitting up?" Um, every year, it's going to be every year. It does it every year. It's been it for the last what ten years? Yeah, <laughs> every year everyone says it, and every year they come back and do what they the Patriots do. They're they're incredible as an organization. They are incredible, and I think their motivation might be you know to get to seven just on their own yeah. because they get to seven, they're beating every other franchise, and they've done it single handedly as a head coaching quarterback partnership. Um, that wouldn't surprise me at all. It really it, do you know what? if they made a movie about the Patriots, it'd be the most long-ass movie ever, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, it would be, wouldn't it? It'd be yeah. a two-parter or something. It'd, oh, <laughs> man, be sickening that. Um, let's talk about the uh, the conditions and the stadium and all that kind of thing because there's a lot being said from um, our good friend Colin Cowherd, who we all watch and love. Uh, apparently, know. saying that the cold weather at Arrowhead is going to be um, making the Chiefs fans very quiet, um, and a lot of them basically just went bullshit didn't he um <laughs> and you know, he got a barrage of abuse and he's actually changed his tune since he's actually started going on the you know the chiefs kind of bandwagon kind of thing now so um yeah is the is the the weather going to play a factor in this or is it is it just just bs basically dave do you no. want to answer that or shall i there, there, there's your answer no no <laughs> <Next> <laughs> that's it 
my, my answer to that question is simple stop watching these guys because <laughs> they say things they get For traffic click. onto their Ski website up. Yeah, they, Ski up. they get traffic Ski up. <laughs> that, <laughs> skip. Ski up. Ski up. Can I continue? I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, sorry. It's just my favourite thing about any talking head ever. It's great. <laughs> but but the, the point is, right, these, these guys are seeing all this traffic coming for every time they say something bad against the Chiefs whether it be about Mahomes not winning MVP or Russell Wilson's the best quarterback in the league this year Andrew yeah. Luck Gronk's better than Kelsey uh, the cold effects Arrowhead blah, 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 the fans are going to be quiet they see all this traffic coming and they think oh that's triggered a load of Chiefs fans let's say more and the Kansas City Chiefs themselves aren't helping because they are fueling they are, yeah. because yeah. I know they're kind of using it as a motivation tactic and kind of an FU and whatever but they are getting these guys so many more hits I've said it before in this podcast if you don't want to listen to bullshit takes don't don't listen to Brad bullshit oh. <laughs> 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 do you know I'd love to be on one of those shows you know uh, you'd be phenomenal with Skip it. and everyone like that I would love it I would love it if any of if any of us three were definitely going to be on one of those shows, it would definitely be you. <laughs> Brad with his hot takes. Yeah. The Patriots are the worst team in the league. Clickbait, you see, that's what they want. Clickbait. Exactly, see? Exactly. I'll get them. I'll get. I'll get the numbers shooting up. I know you're, I will. You're a sucker for it. You really are. <laughs> um, but anyway, scientifically, it's been proven that sound travels further in cold air. So yeah. it. Potentially, if so the that's why no one ever shuts up in Newcastle, then is it? <laughs> <laughs> so potentially, it could be louder than normal. You never know. Last time we played the Patriots, we broke the, the uh, sound record with 142.2 decibels. So let's let's go louder on Sunday. This is the thing. There's no way on this earth that you know Chiefs fans are going to be quiet in the AFC Championship game against the Patriots. No at Arrowhead it's there's the, just no chance no, it's the biggest game the stadium's ever seen exactly so um, I think we put that to bed Isn't I think Dave put it to bed when he said no oh, I, I was going to say skip skip <laughs> skip In- <laughs> Inter- interesting fact for you what? Um, did you know that Tom Brady is 0-3 on the road in AFC Championship games against quarterbacks with the initials PM that's a stat there you go fact Owen Four Pe- from Sunday. Peyton Manning is it? Peyton Manning and Paul Malaco. Paul Malaco. <laughs> yeah, you, Which, you're not going to get me searching that name, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Malaco, nice one. All right, so um, how does how do the Chiefs win this game then? What, what's going to be the score? More points than the Patriots. <laughs> Do you know, I've just been going nuts on YouTube about the <laughs> Belichick um, interviews. You know, they put the reporters, and I've been basically saying that the interview questions have been shocking, and that was one of them. <laughs> How do the Patriots win this game? Score more points. Score more points. It's simple as that. They play good defense on on Sunday, and the offense turns up and plays at eighty percent of the level of they're capable of, of yeah. which I think they play at a higher that rate. This team's up for it. Um, yeah. I don't think the defense, the Patriots defense, is matched very well against the Chiefs offense. I don't think many defenses are matched very well against the Chiefs offense, mm-hmm. to be honest. Um, but 
I just think the Chiefs are going to roll on Sunday. I've got yeah. I've got a feeling. Um, I expect to see them try and get out to a lead and then do what they did last week and just ride Damian Williams. I, I think the Chiefs defence have a game. Proper game. Proper just shootout. Proper shoot. Proper shootout. Like Colonel Custer. Geronimo. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think the, the, the defence, I think they're the ones that are going to win it. I think they uh, they bring it. They get powered up by the the, the Arrowhead crowd. I think I just think it's all it's all going to be on the defense, and the, the offense is just going to be ticking over nicely, and it's just going to be a breeze. Speaking and then we go and meet breeze. Ooh, is that who you're saying wins the NFC game? Yeah, that's what I'm going for. That's what I'm going for. So uh, yeah, let's let's move on to the predictions, shall we? <laughs> Should we do the AFC first and then the NFC? Nah, do the NFC first. Let's end on the NFC show. first, right? Okay, then. So uh, Breeze versus Goff. What have we got? Who's winning this game? The Experience Rams. or youth? Sean McVay and the Rams gonna go into the Superdome really? and avenge the regular season defeat. I concur. I have revenge games all the way through. To the rest of the season now, really, and yeah, and I think that the Rams are playing better than the Saints are right now. Um, Todd Gurley looked phenomenal last weekend. So did C.J. Anderson as well. Mm. And I think the Rams are going to walk into New Orleans and run all over them. New Orleans, New Orleans, and this yeah. is really surprising because I've been saying for months now that the NFC um, playoffs were a foregone conclusion, but just the last last week's game. And the way that the Rams ended the season, I I, I think they're going to do it. I think yeah, I think I think they're going to be the road team that wins this weekend. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm going Saints uh, purely because it's it's written in destiny, mate. That's what it is. Um, from the first time I ever watched a game of NFL football was a Super Bowl in 2010, where the Saints won it, and then I became a Chiefs fan. And I just think it's just it's poetic. I'm going. I'm going for the Saints, and I'm going for the Chiefs Super Bowl. Ooh, what's the score in the Chiefs game? Uh, let's have a look. I'm going to go 31, 17. David. What do you think, Dave? Hmm. Hmm. Come back to me. Right. Okay. <laughs> I know Tom's had a bit of a bit of time to think about this. All yeah, day. I've been going back and forth all day, and just like London buses, two playoff wins are going to turn up after waiting years for one. Nice British connection, I like it. And the Chiefs are going to win thirty-four twenty-seven. Single oh, touchdown. so a bit, so a bit of a, t- a bit of a shootout then. Yeah. No, I, I think the Chiefs will be up by fourteen at the two-minute warning. Really? Um, yeah, I think the Chiefs will be up, but, and we might have to go through an onside kick, maybe. Um, mm. May have to go through the drama of that, but no, um, the Chiefs win thirty-four twenty-seven and are rolling towards the Super Bowl, where they get a rematch with the Los Angeles Rams, and Andy really? Reid gets two weeks to prepare for. And Marcus Peters. And Marcus Peters. <gasps> oh, by, by the way, that that cannot be understated. If we win this game on on Sunday Andy Reid's going to get two weeks to prepare yeah that is going to be the biggest factor of everything going into the Super Bowl yeah but yeah Dave we've just got just got one more to go yeah. that's all we've got to do yeah mm. 
One more to go. Oh man, I'm getting, I'm getting tingles again. Hairs on the back of my neck standing up. Can't wait. Can't wait. Right, that's it for the podcast this week. Do you know, what, know what? Do you know what Dave's prediction? Oh no, yeah, go on then. <laughs> no thanks, thanks for. Come on, yeah, this, remembering yeah, sorry, me, mate, yeah. Brad. Sorry. <laughs> Jesus. Well, you, you kind of passed on it. I thought, oh, he's just kind of fart about with it, isn't he? Well, here's my prediction, Brad. Right, go on then. Chiefs. Thirty-eight. Ooh. Patriots. Twenty-one. Oh, really? Beat yeah. down. Thirty-eight against the Patriots. I do. Yeah, I just have a feeling. I got a feeling. This. I just look at how close the game was on the road in New England, despite the fact that Mahomes was off in that first half mm. and I just think that that's not going to happen again the Chiefs will come out firing on all cylinders they'll get ahead and they'll force the Patriots out of their game plan of wanting to run the ball down our throats and uh, I see it getting away from them a little yeah. bit and they're panicking because they've, they've, they've I don't abandoned. think they'll panic. That's not the Patriots. But Will they abandon say, the run game, though? They'll, I think they'll be forced to. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I can see the Chiefs putting the dagger in with, you know, late in the fourth quarter with a with a touchdown to finish them off, pretty much. Tyreek Hill? I, I think Kelsey's the one that's going to kill him. I don't think they've got anyone that can cover Kelsey. Really? Even if they double up on him? They can't. They need to double up on Hill, and they're going to yeah. put Gilmore on Watkins. I would imagine. Um, they'll probably try and leave someone like Patrick Chung um, or McCoy over Kelsey, but I, I just can't see them being able to, to stick with him. And I think he'll have a big game. Is that the largest points that you've given the Chiefs this year for for wins? No, I think I predicted them to destroy the Raiders in the last game of the season. So, yeah. yeah, but it's not far off, I don't think. No. Excellent. Well, and what's maybe horribly wrong? <laughs> Although, 100% on the season so far. I so really hope you're right. Hope it doesn't go wrong. I really hope you're right. All right, that's it then. That's it for this week's podcast. Uh, let us know what you're doing for the AFC Championship game. Uh, are you hosting a party? Are you going to the pub? Or will you be sat at home watching it from the warmth of your own home? Uh, so contact contact us with your comments about that and the topics we've discussed um, on our Facebook page or our Twitter page at KCChiefs underscore UK. So, boys, from one kingdom say it, to another. Before you say it, before you say it, what? Next, Gosh. next time we talk, we could be talking about the Chiefs being in the Super Bowl. Nah, don't say it. Don't jinx it. Now you can. Uh, sco- now I'm scared. The, now finish the intro. Uh, from one kingdom to another. Go Chiefs! (laughs) Speak to you again soon. Speak to you again soon. Maybe.